0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of the Let's Talk 20s podcast. I am your host, Tanner, with my two lovely co-hosts and best friends, Connor and GT. Fellas, what's poppin'? Hey, hey. How's it going? It's going well, man. What about yourself?
1: Good. Going to the beach this week. So I'm excited for that. It's going to be a fun time. Just me. Did you and... sit in the last
2: podcast? No. Nope, I didn't.
1: Okay, it's going to be me and my girl. Uh, I'm so excited to go with Shay. Our first couples trip together it's gonna to be fantastic that's awesome Looking man to it
0: and the so, beach is the first of... yeah beach is the first one too that's that's an added bonus mm-hmm.
1: I'm already planning the next one it's gonna be fun i'm excited Why, Where are, are you guys be nice yeah no. <laughs> i know okay. I know. where are you going potentially italy huh oh you're oh i thought you asked about the next one we're going to daytona beach this week oh the next trip is maybe italy though but that's
0: for Dude. a later podcast episode that is awesome.
2: Nah, I hope that works hold out. Hold the fuck up. How did What? He's got <laughs> big Extended family. Extended I got lucky. Wow.
0: He got that moolah. Well, congratulations Ooh, on your bank. <laughs> That's where
2: 15K going. I yep.
0: hope you have a great uh, weekend with Shay. But, GT, anything
2: new with you? Just getting after it, man. Baseball season started back up. Got practices going. I'm excited.
0: Good. Get back into it, Coach get back, yeah, back. Man. you got
2: it man back awesome. at it baby
0: back at it well ladies and gentlemen we're back at it with yet another episode for you guys the episode for this week is going to be titled why your escapes are healthy and unhealthy but before we get into that topic and i tell you what's going to happen connor has a hot take for us and
1: oh here we go the floor yep. is his I do. First of all, Tanner, how are you doing? Nobody asked you. You doing good? Yeah. Tanner, What's going
2: on, dog?
0: Thank you. I'm, I'm doing okay. A little, little stressed out with uh, sure. school, but, you know, really trying to prioritize making time for myself and Cameron. And it's really hard when you're putting so much focus into one area of your life to not let other parts of your life kind of decline or slip away. But, it you happens. know, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm trying my best to, to manage it all. But uh, thank you for asking. But what's your, of course, hot take? I'm sure
1: you're doing good with it, man. All right. My hot take is about franchise sub restaurants and what the best sub is the best place go. to get a sub at. All right. Okay. And if this is a hot take. Dare and say I know, so. No, I personally, I don't, I like subway, but I know I would never say it's the best. No, Not my favorite no, so. sub place to get a nice old ham, turkey, bacon sub is firehouse subs. That is the best. The absolute best. I think it's the best. I think the meat absolutely tastes the best. They give you an absolute whopping amount of portions. Oh, it's so good. Nothing better than it.
0: Oh,
2: I got to hear this.
0: I I like food. I like subs. I like firehouse subs. I, too, like firehouse subs. I get a meatball sub from there. Fire. Portions are insane. it is, it is a little pricey. It is a little pricey. Yes, it is pricey, but is it good? Absolutely. Now, this is where I'm gonna have to disagree and say, overall, as a sub place, my personal favorite. I've I've done a recent switch here. It's gonna be Jersey Mike's. See, I knew it.
1: Wow. And I don't blame you. That's my second favorite. So because the
0: you. the their giant sub, bro, and the oil and vinegar, it's just it's just there's something about that place. And, and plus, Danny DeVito, right?
2: Their Philly cheesesteaks are so good, dude.
0: I haven't had their Philly Cheesesteaks, but yeah, Jersey Mike's for me. So GT, good. what's yours? Publix doesn't count because it's not a franchise. But Pub Subs do fucking slap. No, no, no. Subs. Pub, pub Subs oh are my, my favorite, but
1: I'm yes. not going to count it. I'm not going to count it because it's a, it's a grocery store. But if I can yeah. count that,
2: but. If we yeah, can yeah. count that, that's number one. Yeah, All right,
1: <laughs> <yours>. price, everything.
2: <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, Connor. You're getting sunk down on this one. I'm with Tanner, dude. I don't blame y'all. At Jersey Mike's, that stuff is... I, I'll
0: say this, I'll say this. Cold but... sub, Jersey Mike's, hot sub, Firehouse. Firehouse,
2: oh yes. I, yeah. I think that's... I can I agree think... with that 100%. Okay, yeah. well
0: now, we actually agreed on a fucking hot take, that's kinda...
2: Alright, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. With that.
2: That's, that's us well, three. On.
0: A lot of people like. Well,
1: first of all, a lot of people are partial to Subway. I don't mind Subway as much. I know a lot of people hate Subway now and, and all that, but like they've improved a little bit more. And it's definitely too pricey for how little you get. But there's something Bro. about some. Yeah, oh no, absolutely. But there's something about the taste in it that's pretty good. But I don't know. Some people like what's that? Five dollars. Jimmy John's. Jimmy, Jimmy John's. I. I'm sorry. Jimmy John's is overhyped. Like it's not bad, but it's it's not. I would he take Subway over Jimmy John's to be honest with you
0: that's all I'll take too but yeah
1: i have take. to agree with you yeah we can do a whole episode them. on this though so we should
0: probably get what people actually give a shit about which is yeah, yeah, yeah which is the episode for this week which is titled once again why your escapes are healthy or unhealthy so some common things we have within this episode include habitual escapes what we can learn from our escapes the difficulty in dealing with hard situations and how to shift an unhealthy escape to a healthy escape. So without further ado, fellas, let's hop into this episode. Connor, with the first question.
1: Sure. Um, I feel like we should start off by just talking about like what what do you guys mean by escape? What are you guys referring to? I feel like we should kind of get into that a little bit about what each of our individual takes are about that. So what does it mean to have an escape? I think of the times where you maybe pursue a specific task or hobby to take a break from something stressful? So like video games are a huge escape for me. Or are we referring to when you're avoiding specific anxious thoughts by practicing a bad habit? Or is it both? What do you guys think?
2: Oh man, the first thing that comes to my mind is something that is able to put me at ease and relax from a stressful situation or something that is a lot. It's just a lot on me. It allows me to get away from reality is what a lot of people would say is, oh, that's my escape. It's how I get away from reality and all the stress and this and that. And I would say I agree. But an escape could be if it's just for a quick escape somewhere I can think about where I'm just happy. And I have that little reminder. That happiness reminder that comes into my head and comes in my mind that lets me not have to focus on what I'm doing in the moment.
0: I agree with you. However, I think Connor's two different descriptions is exactly what I was thinking of. In terms of the unhealthy ones, I would almost categorize it as more of a distraction and kind of avoidance kind of situation, whereas the yeah. healthy habits is just for me to simply kind of take my mind off of something that is a little stressful or anxiety inducing, but then going back to it. I think that's the difference for me between a healthy and unhealthy, which, <clears throat> excuse me, I know we're going to get into, is, is the escape something that I'm just doing temporarily and then I'm going back to whatever task or whatever productivity needs to be done? Or is this escape something where I'm completely avoiding what needs to be done in my productivity? Because I think that is the, the difference for me. But what about you, Connor? What do you think about this?
1: Yeah, and it's not that I don't, I, I agree with both of y'all. And it's not that I don't want to say anything. It's just, I don't really think there's another way to define it other than those two. I think that everybody has a different escape and everybody has had different escapes and it evolves over your life. And most of the time people have multiple ways that they escape from some things in life. And again, we'll talk about it. It can be healthy. Other times it depends on the reasons that you're doing it. So yeah, I think you guys summarized it to T and I know we're going to talk a little bit more about like the reasons why a lot of this stuff is considered an escape.
2: That's exactly what it is. What specifics do you look for to consider something an escape?
1: I mean, I I think I just think of an escape very literally. It's it's really kind of anything that you are doing in your life, any kind of activity or any kind of thought process or any kind of situation that you put yourself in to help process certain things that are going on in your life, whether that's just a stressful day. And I don't know, maybe you work out because you sit at an office and you're tired of sitting at a desk. So you you go work out to escape from how pent up you are, right, or whatnot, right? And then some people will, I don't know, some people turn to habitual habits where they're actually literally doing something like playing video games, but then some people it's unhealthy where they, they'll drink, right? They'll drink to forget stuff that's going on. They'll drink to escape what's going on in their head and what's going on in reality because they can forget about it and they alter their mind so they can escape from what reality is giving to them. I I think most escapes that people use, whether it's metaphysical, physical, or metaphorical, I think most of them fall into that specific kind of thing.
0: Not really much more to add to that, to be honest with you. I think like I previously stated, I think there is a little difference between a healthy and unhealthy escape. But for me, it's kind of a distraction from whatever I need to be distracted from. I think it's the only thing that'll add to Connor's, or you know, substitute with Connor's answer. Yeah, I mean, just leave me <laughs> speechless. <laughs> yeah, over here. you got nothing. That's fine. That's fine. I understand. It's. I mean, there's only so many different ways to think about it. But
1: no, we got a lot of different questions too that we can go into. I'm, I'm curious about. The different avenues we're going to take with this
0: yeah did you have anything you wanted to add gt or no dude i just i
2: don't think there is much more to add i think it's okay. really bad
0: well cool. i want to ask you guys the next question uh, i want to ask you guys what was a habit that you thought was healthy but ended up being unhealthy i think at times there's certain things that we think we're doing that is good for ourselves or something that we think is the quote-unquote normal so that way we justify our kind of thought process and our actions, but there are some healthy habits that ended up being unhealthy. What was one for you? And then from this example, what did you learn moving forward about healthy versus unhealthy escapes?
2: Oh man, I would say when I was younger, when I got stressed out, I just would quite literally excuse myself from that. If it was homework and I was stressed out and there was just a lot going on, I'd excuse myself from it which is basically procrastinating and not Mm -hmm. getting it done. So then I got to come back and get it done. And I would think about it in a negative way. And that never helps because that did not get me through homework any faster or any more efficiently. And productivity levels were not what they could have been. I thought I was doing good. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get away from it. But then it'd be a little bit too long of time in between doing my homework when I could have just got it done and I was more positive about it. So, yeah. I would say that was something that was definitely how I I thought it was healthy. I was like, "Hey, I'm getting away from it." That was wrong because then that started adding more time in between. And from this example, what did I learn moving forward about healthy versus unhealthy escapes? If you think it's a healthy escape, I didn't really I just thought about that on the fly, and I didn't even think that through. I was like, oh, yeah, that works. just gets me away, and then, cool, I don't have to worry about it. When in reality, I, yeah, I got to worry about it later. Yeah. So I would say just construct a way or go about something that's stressful in a way that you can break it down into positive sections in positive time periods and all that. Can you need to take a little break. Find something short. Like a minute. Minute two minutes. Give yourself time off. Relax. Breathe. If you need to do like a meditation pose for thirty seconds, a minute, do what you gotta do. Or if you need to do a breathing exercise, do it. But think about it positively and get back after it and get after a champ, and take it down. Well said. I
1: like that. Yeah, I have a similar um way that I move forward after mine as well but I can still approach it from a different angle. I definitely used to think this one. I won't go into as much. To, I used to think when I was younger, that looking at porn was helpful and healthy and was a good escape. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm learning and I don't have any experience. So I'm learning. Obviously we all know we've talked about the dangers of porn and stuff. It's hard to get away from it. And like, yeah, it's, it's not a good thing to get addicted to. So obviously there's that, that's, that's a pretty obvious one. But another one actually, I, that I, again, is it's, it's definitely more serious, but I would say is marijuana for me. That was one where it's not that I thought it was healthy. It's that I convinced myself with all of the medicinal benefits that have been documented for people in extreme cases and how marijuana can help them. And so I justified what I was going through at the time to use it basically so like in very extreme cases obviously and not even just extreme for some people yeah marijuana can help with anxiety it can help with depression it can help with people uh, who have ptsd it can help with people who have there's that uh, parkinson's that's what it is in general it has a lot of medicinal benefits so i was like oh this is a great thing there's nothing wrong with that i and of course i was i was wrong i mean it wasn't as bad as for at first but it was kind of like what you said gt where i didn't really think about it. And I just kind of initially was like, Oh, yep, that's good. That sounds good. Like, of course that's going to work. And then it felt good. And it was easier to do because I would just forget about a bunch of stuff that I was dealing with. I have a bad day at work, go home and smoke, go, go on a date. And it wasn't good. Go home and smoke and play video games. Like it was just, it was just an escape. That's just cause I'm stressed out. That's why I'm doing it. Then it turns into Oh, I'm just stressed all the time. I just need to smoke a little more, you know. It's like, oh, I'm gonna get up and smoking sounds really good. It just, it just turns into this habitual thing where you're not actually dealing with what's going on because you think that the problem and the the thing that you think you're escaping from you think is like really complex, and it's it's actually simple. You're just making it more complex, and you don't want to deal with it. So, it I just kept smoking and it got worse and then I had to stop and I've had to stop and I haven't really I haven't really done it in like almost 9 months and and even before then I can count on my hand how many times I've done it in the past 3 years it's kind of crazy because I just couldn't handle it I can't do it I don't think it was healthy and what I basically learned was that I tend to give myself a lot of leeway when something initially feels good and I have to analyze it sometimes a little bit especially if I'm trying to give myself a break or something, because I don't want to give myself too much leeway. So I learned something about myself.
0: That's, I was also going to bring up pornography. So I was surprised that you, you did that as well. But yes, that, that's definitely the one that, especially growing up, it's, it's really, for me, it was all about dopamine rushes and still to a degree. And I'm trying to get away from all of that, whether it is, Something like playing video games or even scrolling on TikTok or anything that can trigger dopamine, that is my form of escaping if I feel like I have a quote unquote down, right? That's, that's my form of a habit that is an escape that obviously is not a very healthy one because then I'm only temporarily solving the problem of whatever my mood is, right? It's, it's all about trying to distract myself like you said and just how GT said it's really a form of procrastination. So I really have nothing new to add. In terms of an answer or a habit, because really, mine one, my main one was the the use of pornography and how unbelievably unhealthy that is. And I know at least Connor and I have openly discussed how we're trying to better ourselves from that and something that we're still working on to improve on because it's not fair for ourselves and our bodies to go through all that sudden hormonal changes and everything. But it's also not fair for our current partners to have to experience that from us as well. So, all around, it's a terrible, terrible habit. So, I think it's all about obviously learning, first off, knowing that it's a bad habit and trying to prevent it or if not completely stop it. We interrupt this podcast for a quick word from our sponsors. Hey guys, something that we talk about in the podcast several times and it's a theme that goes on throughout the podcast is mental health and how important therapy services can be for you, especially in your 20s as we're trying to figure this thing out called life. So that's why I would like to thank our sponsor for this podcast, BetterHelp. If you guys do not know who BetterHelp is, they are an online therapy service, the world's largest, with over 20,000 licensed therapists that are conveniently placed for you. All you do is fill out a questionnaire and they try to match you with a therapist based on your wants and needs. And if you happen to not like that therapist, you can absolutely switch to as many therapists as you want to find a perfect one for you at no additional charge. You guys have a 24-7 text line with the BetterHelp service. A weekly video chat with your therapist and much more included in this rather than in-person therapy, which some people may feel intimidated by uh, this therapy on the go concept, I think is brilliant, especially for people in their 20s who love the convenience and would rather have therapy at their own expense rather than having to go to a therapist in person. Guys, I think this is a great solution for a lot of people who listen to the podcast. I know that there are several people that I know who have used this online therapy service with BetterHelp, and it is fantastic. So if you guys are interested, visit BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Let's Talk 20s podcast to receive 10% off your guys' first month of therapy. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Let's Talk 20s. Guys. I appreciate you listening to the sponsor, and let's get back to the podcast. It's a really tough
1: thing, man. I, I'm curious <laughs> when you were younger, because you know we've talked about this did Did you use that, like when you were stressed out, like you're like, "Oh, I'm stressed. I'm just gonna go get one out," and then you would like look at porn?
0: If I'm being honest, and I know this is a very probably awkward conversation for people listening or watching for some of you, but to be completely honest, yes, I mean it. it I mean it is right. I, I think sure. it is one of those especially as a man like one of those just ways to kind of take your your mind off of anything really it's just some sort of stimulus in front of me like whether it was watching youtube playing video games or something that is in front of me that is not my surroundings that are actually going on that is why i had all these unhealthy habits i think is sure excuse me unhealthy escapes Connor?
1: Well, well that, that's a really tough thing to hear about if you've gone through it or if you've not gone through it. Yeah, it's an awkward thing and it's, and it's tough, but sometimes it's easier to just embrace that stuff. I wanted to ask because I know I personally have done that as well, not just with this, with video games, with any kind of habit that has been unhealthy to an extent. I just want to ask you guys, I've used it to run away from stressful situations. Why do you think humans, people in general, tend to run away from stressful situations? Like, where do you think that comes from? I think there's
2: multiple answers. You could have people say they don't want to take it head on. They're scared. There's fear. You people that would say they don't want to spend the time on it. And they're like, well, why do I need to spend time on this stressful when I can just get rid of it? And it's gone. And that's the lazy way out. Whereas the people with the most growth, they see themselves in more and more stressful situations. But yet, at the end of the day they're the ones that learn the most. And they're the ones that end up knowing what they need to do in the future. And they're more prepared for what's to come.
0: Yeah, I th- I think that's to add to that. It, it's like life improvement, self improvement. It's not an immediate gratification. I think that is part of do why people run away from stressful situations is because we are so used to at least now to have that instant gratification or instant way to solve problems via technology or just the accessibility of things in general especially people our age that's that's what we expect and so I think self-improvement is a very hard thing if not one of the hardest things in general especially when things get stressful I on top of that I think it's just very hard for people to not have an instant solution or realize that there will be a lot of work that goes into fixing why you have unhealthy escapes and how to overcome these stressful situations? I believe is, like you said, there's several answers. I completely agree with you, but that is going to be, in my opinion, the biggest contribution to why people run away from those stressful situations.
1: You all both covered a lot of the psychological answers. Well, definitely. The only other thing that I think I can really add to is something that GT did touch on. It's It's fear. I think a lot of the times, stressful situations provoke strong emotional responses of fear or anxiety, and that can trigger fight or flight responses in people a lot of times. And that's just a survival instinct that we have. And if it triggers anything that's kind of remotely similar to that, I think people just run away from it um, naturally, instinctively. And Yeah, I I think there's a lot of reasons why and you can analyze it from that. But I think initially that reaction gets kickstarted because of that whole mechanism. And then you start to you start to think about it more and you're like, I got to get out of this situation. So uh, it's very it's very tricky and it can affect a lot of parts of your life.
0: Yeah, completely agree. Kind of going off of that, Connor, how unhealthy habits can kind of affect other people involved. Unhealthy habits can obviously cause an unhealthy relationship with yourself, but something that I kind of touched on where I want to hear your guys' opinion as well is how that can also affect other people and relationships in your life. What were the effects on your personal life and your relationships with others when you were in the loop of committing whatever unhealthy habit you want to share with us? What were the effects of that with the relationship you have with others and yourself of committing that endless loop of the unhealthy escape?
2: I think procrastination as a whole has kind of like in the beginning when I was doing it a lot, I wasn't able to advance relationships with a lot of people because I would procrastinate and I wasn't doing what I should have been doing in them at that time when I should have been doing it. So I think that's something that really was affecting what I could have had with other people. And... I just think it wasn't helping you anything. It was just kind of, there's this distance in between me and this person. We weren't getting any closer because that procrastination is just going so slow. Whereas other people, they're going a lot faster because they're not procrastinating and they're going out and they're doing stuff and they're doing the things that they need to do. I just wasn't. So I definitely think the strength of relationships I had with others were not as strong as what other people had with others. It's well said GT.
1: I I feel like this goes for a lot of unhealthy habits or mindsets, um, but definitely with unhealthy escape, I felt like it just, it really tapered over to every kind of aspect of my life in a way. I feel like when I was focused on doing this unhealthy escape, and again, I'm talking about marijuana for me specifically, but there's a lot of things that I, I know what you're talking about with the dopamine rush, Tanner. You and I are similar in that way. So I think that's something as well, but I just noticed that I became a worse friend. I wasn't as good of a son. I lied more. I manipulated people more. I wasn't true to myself. I stopped taking care of myself. I wasn't eating good. And I just, you know, I acted like it was okay and it was normal. And I I justified the end or the means with the fact that it wasn't my end yet. Oh, I'm young and it's totally fine. And there's still unhealthy things that I go through. And I think a lot of people... I'm not calling out anybody on their 20s, but I do think a lot of people in their 20s because they're young and because of how invincible you feel and how the whole world is kind of at your fingertips, it feels like a lot of my excuses were kind of like, oh, well, I'm young. I can get away with this. This is totally fine. I I'm not going to experience any consequences with this. But that stuff, I mean, it catches up with you. It affects every part of your life. And if you practice one unhealthy escape, what's to stop you from starting another one that will eventually lead you down another path in life? And eventually you just become a shell of who you are. You become a selfish person. I definitely think it just had an overall negative effect on my personality and changed me. It didn't completely change me, but it made me a lesser version of myself. So... I don't think there's there's anything, there are specific things that happen because of it, but overall, it was just a general negative unhealthy effect on every part of my life.
0: Yeah, I think this sounds so simple, but it's so true and so applicable is that if you have an unhealthy relationship with yourself, you will not have healthy relationships with other people in your life. If you are not taking care of yourself, how do you expect to be able to take care of other people in your life? And it sounds so simple and so cliche, but it is so true. Connor, your answer was perfectly said. And I was just going to pretty much say this bit of how the inability to get out of this loop, the inability to take care of myself or really prioritize my own health really had the same exact effect on the other relationships in my life. And I'm talking about, you know, the video games, the dopamine, really the escape in general. When I was at a low, specifically my last year of college, I remember My roommates, they they had another year of college. They were a year younger than me. And I was leaving soon. And it was my last semester. But I just wanted to be in my room. I just wanted to be alone at times. And I really feel like that affected my relationship with other people because I wanted to isolate myself and just be alone and kind of escape from things that were going on because I was just so stressed out about my lack of future and this and that. So many factors I needed to escape and my quote unquote healthy escapes that were actually unhealthy turn into affecting my relationships with people I live with myself, you know, the list goes on and on. So if you take care of yourself, naturally your relationships with others will also improve as well. But if you are in this endless loop of having unhealthy escapes and you're not taking care of yourself, if it hasn't yet, very soon it will affect your relationships with other people in your life in a negative manner. And I really advise those of you who may be going through this kind of loop or bad mentality within yourself to really try to improve upon yourself and i promise you a lot of the problems that seem external will solve themselves as a result of that
2: i love that so it. we talk, yeah i love that a lot well, so that was that was strong and it just sparks me to think of we always talk about the negative right the unhealthy escape and i want us So really let's let's try to flip this just like what my question is is how can we divert an unhealthy escape into a healthy escape? How do you break it down? I think and I know I already talked about but an example go in depth before an unhealthy escape, dig deep, get to know the true thing, and really be honest and do an analysis. You know, really think about your escape and look at, is it truly healthy? So I would say that's something you can turn that and then, okay, cool. Now I can flip this into, okay, let's say kind of with marijuana, right? We don't do anything. Maybe it's very rarely we can maybe slowly come off that, right? Which is something that a lot of people do. or if it's something where you know say like you had just the worst day okay cool you limit yourself and you can still have that escape so i would say just that find you something that can just be beneficial and really experiment you know go do something and if you like it all right cool some people have many different ways and we'll talk about that here in a second. But experiment. Find something that you truly like to do. And why do you have to hold on to the same exact thing when maybe something else could be way more beneficial for you and your life and your time? Absolutely. I like that you kinda of
1: talked about weaning off of a unhealthy uh escape. Because I mean, any kind of bad habit that you've been doing for a long time it's it's not going to be easy to cold turkey some people can cold turkey it somehow it's it's just easier for them for me it is easier to cold turkey i mean it just is i don't know why because i know that if i give myself breaks then i just take advantage of that right so that you got to figure out what works for you but i think i'm going to start with something similar to gt's answer and kind of turn it into something a little different so i agree definitely delve into the escape what the escape is and what you can do about it but i think for me, what has worked better is to delve into the why. Why do I do this? Why am I escaping? What am I escaping from? Right. Or why is this making me feel better to escape? So for example, again, like I escaped to get away from stressful situations. Right. And it's like, okay, well, yes that does get me out of the stressful situation that doesn't mean that oh just get better at dealing with stressful situations that's easier said than done you need to practice you need to work on that sometimes if you aren't the best at it so what can you do well you can replace what you needed from that unhealthy escape with healthier things or moderately healthy things or slightly less healthy like i don't know you could instead of smoking marijuana like maybe for me one thing that helped me was i started playing video games a lot more So that if I wanted to smoke, I was like, I'm just going to play this game or something like that. Right. And yeah, playing games all the time is not great either, but I'm not doing something completely unhealthy to my body, you know, and I'm not ruining my lungs or anything like that or putting any substance in my brain. And while I'm still getting a similar effect, it's not nearly as severe. What else can you get dopamine rush from? Working out. You can start to work out and you can get more of a rush from that too. And that's good for your body. That's healthy for your body. So it's like step-by-step progress. It's kind of what GT is talking about, but delving into the why so you can understand why it keeps recurring. So you can find a way to replace that habit with something that's maybe not as extreme.
0: What I was going to recommend is that if for every unhealthy habit you have, I would almost recommend maybe. Having an equally beneficial, healthy habit, and what that'll do is slowly but surely. This is what I did: is to implement these healthy habits. That if I'm getting the same satisfaction between option A, which is an unhealthy habit, as I'm getting with option B, which is a healthy habit, then why am I doing this unhealthy thing to my body or my mind or my soul, whatever? I slowly but surely realized that I'm getting the same gratitude, same escape, but it's a healthy habit than I was with the bad one and i slowly but surely start leaning towards that healthy habit so it's just kind of having different outlets of like connor you mentioned of maybe a less unhealthy habit and you still realize that you're getting the same kind of escape that you want without all the detrimental effects of whatever the unhealthy one is then you slowly start leaning towards that i think that's what's personally helped me and maybe it'll help other people i don't know but Mm -hmm. but uh, with that being said for the final question gentlemen I want to ask you guys, kind of speaking of healthy versus unhealthy habits, I want to talk about our own personal experience and end it on a positive note. So about healthy escapes, what healthy escape have you picked up within the last year or so that has improved your life? And on top of that, how has it improved your life? I know you guys may say meditation or something, but if that is the answer, cool. But maybe what is something else as well? Because I know we've mentioned meditation practices in the past and obviously people who listen or watch know that but i want a different answer then if that if that is truly the one that you want to answer then absolutely go for it because it is a really helpful one but if if there's something else as well in addition to that
2: i would say one for me is and this is something that i picked back up because for a little bit i didn't work out as much and i was starting to get antsy and stressed out and i was like i'm not even able to go to the gym for a little bit is I went back into the gym, got my got a membership with my girlfriend at the same gym. And I've been in that gym four times, five times a week. My headspace is just way better. When I'm able to go to the gym, I just I'm able to not have to think about everything outside of the gym. I can just think about how good I feel and the progress that I'm making inside the gym. And I just I feel at peace. That's awesome, man. That, feel... That's but
0: It's also a healthy habit for you and Addison to maybe go somewhere else that's like not the usual restaurants or just hang out at the apartment or whatnot. It's, it's a way for you to bond as well. So I think that also increases, you know, a healthy escape for you guys as a relationship. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Connor. what cool. about yourself?
1: working out has been a big one for me too. And just weightlifting and cardio in general. Like I try to go for a walk every single day now. And I don't know if I would consider that. that I don't really like walk super heavy. It's not super intense, but it's kind of just a way for me to get like physically active in the morning. So going on walks is definitely one way where I can kind of just retreat in my head. I would say Well, actually, I I, I have one that is that is applicable. I like to I don't do it as much anymore, but I did it a lot in DC. And I, I need to get back to it. But I like to freestyle with my bass and improvise stuff with my bass and build songs out of just what i can make on my bass so i'll drum on my bass i'll play like a lead guitar line with my bass i'll make i'll make like a whole song with my bass and i could just escape into that for hours i have this like looper that i can loop like stuff over and over and there's one week i did it every day and i did it two hours a day it was just Damn. a way for me to One, it makes me a better musician it makes me more confident in my abilities and i get a little dopamine rush because when everything comes together I just get this rush, holy shit, I did it. It's like an accomplishment. So that's that that's a big one where I I expanded a hobby that I had previously looked into a little bit more and I have pushed it into a different direction and found another avenue that I can escape into even more than I was able to. So if you have a hobby like that, maybe see if there's another way that you can practice it or pursue it. You never know what you can find.
0: That's fantastic. I will say There's just two or three that pop into my mind. I'll start with the first one, and people are going to think I'm bullshitting when I say this, but really this this podcast right here with you two gentlemen has been a really cool and healthy escape for myself, and not even for the aspect of being vulnerable and open and talking about stuff with you guys and then posting online, which can be intimidating at times, but really just having the ability to have other people in my life not only value the way I think or value my weaknesses and everything, but also kind of talk about it in a way where I can get some reflection from you guys or advice that is applicable to my daily life. And I think that's a healthy way for me to have good self-reflection. Another one I've been doing, not every day, but I've been trying really hard to get back into it is A Healthy Escape. Is I go to this website called daily scripture.net for anyone who wants to do this as well. And it's just pretty much a little Bible study session where it's just talking about a little excerpt and kind of discussing how that can evolve to your everyday life. So Christian or not, if you want to look at something that can give you maybe a little more of an existential way of thinking at the end of the day, I try to do it every night before bed. And then the other thing that is a healthy escape for me is just pretty much what my dad said on Episode that we posted with him, and something I've been trying to do since is talking about those daily affirmations and those daily blessings right before I go to bed. Because I think a really unhealthy escape I had was kind of putting on YouTube on my TV at night before I fall asleep and just replaying all the good or bad that happened during the day. But I refuse to allow negative thoughts, or at least I try to refuse to allow the negative that maybe happened during today to affect how I sleep tonight. Really trying to make sure I go to bed in a positive mindset and wake up in a positive mood too. If you start and end the day in a good manner, I think that really contributes to how your day carries out. But yeah, those are, those are mine that I'm trying to implement and, you know, try to do on a daily basis, easier said than done. But yeah, I think, I think this was a a cool episode. I appreciate you guys being honest and open and hopefully whenever I have an unhealthy habit that I need to solve, I can look back on past Tanner and kick myself in the ass and, make sure I'm putting my mouth where the money is and doing what I say I want to do. But you guys have any closing thoughts on this episode before we wrap it up?
2: Just experiment, people. Go, go look. Go experiment. Go try something new out and figure something out. I promise you if you go experiment and you keep at it, you'll find something. If you want a good escape, get into
1: sports. That'll make you th- forget anything else. <laughs> and then you'll start to... Hate your life when you are doing fantasy football. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, I would like, say wow. uh, right, right. No, I I would just say just be honest and open with yourself about where you're at in your life, and if you're not happy with it, there's it's never too late to make a change.
0: Yeah, I like I like that a lot as well. I think uh, the only thing that I'll add to finish up the episode here is. Make sure that you are able to recognize when a habit or escape is healthy or unhealthy. And as we mentioned, really try to make those small steps to minimize your unhealthy escapes. Way easier said than done. But Mm -hmm. that constant small improvements really do add up over time. And next thing you know, something that seemed like you were never able to escape from or whatever in a month or two. So with that being said, gentlemen, I appreciate you. Tuning in to yet another episode of the Let's Talk Twenties podcast, Connor. What's what's on the schedule for this week, by the way?
1: Oh, the schedule for this week. If you are listening the day of today's Wednesday, that's episode upload day. If you want to know a preview of what our schedule is like, we first start off on Tuesdays with an upload of the content that's coming up in the week. We'll give you the title of the weekly wisdoms that come out on Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sundays at seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time, respectively. And then you'll also have the Topic of the episode, which you're listening to right now, that comes out on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can look for that Tuesday schedule at 7 p.m. as well. Every day, 7 p.m. sharp.
0: Absolutely. GT, and where can they find these weekly wisdoms and our episodes that are posted?
2: You can find us on IG, Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts at Let's Talk Twenties Podcast.
0: Guys, I appreciate you tuning in or watching whatever you decide to do. Listen to audio or the video version of this podcast. The support we've been having recently has been unreal. And I know being top 10 podcasts in the world, I know the numbers keep fluctuating, but you guys keep supporting us and so we'll be number one soon. Yeah. But no, seriously, thanks for all the support recently. It's been really cool. Even like just the texts and DMs I've been getting on Instagram. About how the content's been really good recently And you guys have been enjoying it So that means a lot for me To just help even if it's one of you out there So guys I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week Amen Yeah I hope you guys I hope you guys have a great rest of your week Appreciate it guys Bye bye